Do you find yourself yearning for a deeper, more purposeful existence? Get ready to embark on a transformative journey, diving deep into the realms of personal development, friendships, romance, and abundance. Get ready for Finding the Fire, Igniting Soul Connection, as we lead the way to embrace the fire within. Hey, so we last, our last episode, we ended off talking about our men's retreats and how we connect and why we're here together, right? Um, but I really wanted to get into more of like the individual offerings that we each have. And um, I want to talk more specifically about a lot of your offerings, Holly, because, oh my goodness, I've, I've experienced so much with you and they're so beautiful. So I'd like you to delve more into them and um you have so many but i i've experienced you know like self-healing and and birthday readings and uh girls like weekend um one-on-one or day retreat i think is what you call them and also like you collaborate and do other retreats like bigger retreats women's retreats things like that um, that I've also experienced, which are amazing. So I'd just like you to talk some more on some of those and maybe, you know, like maybe start with your birthday retreat or your birthday readings, I guess okay. is what they're yeah. called. Yeah, sure. <clears throat> um, so my birthday is basically a, a yearly reading that I do. It's best to do usually right around your birthday, whether a month or so before or after um, it goes. It basically laser focuses like your whole year. And um, it's just really, it's fun to just dive in and just kind of really learn more about what's what's coming in for you this year. What what are you being pushed to release this year? What are you being pushed to to bring in this year? What roles are you being pushed to step into this year? Um, kind of even to like what angels and guides are working with you this year. What um, just gives you a really, like what energies you're working with astrologically um, this year too. It just kind of really helps you get like more centered, more grounded, more focused, um, and stuff like that. So it's a really, that's kind of a really fun reading to do for the year. That one you're not really releasing. We're not releasing stuff so much. It's just bringing a lot to your awareness and helping you, um, have some direction, it's maybe, a lot of direction. It's great for direction, awareness, and they're just a fun, fun reading to yeah. do. You did one for me recently. Cause I just had a birthday. Yeah, so. We just did a short one. We actually need yeah. to dive into more on that. <laughs> we just kind of briefly went over that, yeah. but yeah, but that was fun. It's exciting it's to fun. know like what's coming up for me and this just like year. what main messages are coming for the year. Um, yeah. And I do, I even like just when people come in for a regular energy session, it's just like, it's that I'm just open to whatever needs to come in. And that's why I feel like a lot of times in my session, if they need specific things, I'll pull from whatever healing modalities or whatever thing I'm trained in so that I can really bring whatever they need in that moment. So, um, but yeah, with just a regular energy session too, a lot of times it's just like, where are they stuck? Like one of my gifts is really connecting into their subconscious and really going deep without knowing anything about that person of what, where are they? What, what needs to come up? What, what stuff from their childhood, what stuff is really blocking them? Why are they not living life to their fullest? What, what messages are coming through? Sometimes we just, we don't know how to get that all by ourselves. Right. So it's so nice to just sometimes have guidance or have someone in my intention is just connecting in to their higher self. So what messages in this moment is trying to come through for them or what blocks want to, what, what are they ready to release at that time? One of the so, really cool things I've experienced with you when you do these energy sessions is like, as you're tuning in to like, Oh, where is she blocked? Where is she, where can she use the most help is like, I, you don't always need to know the story around it. Right. Mm -hmm. You can like tap into like, Oh, she's having, uh, block around abundance and like we can tap into that and like 
change the energy, shift the energy, bring it to awareness and let it go, you know, without having to like, well, what happened in your childhood that, that caused you to have this block, you know, and that could go for everything. Right. But some things you have to go deep and some you don't. But a lot of times it's like you don't have to relive anything. Right. Any traumatic experience. But your body does have to process and bring to awareness so that it can fully be released. A lot yeah. of times we just have stuff stuck in the body and it's ready to bring to awareness. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes we get we, some stuff is deep and some stuff is just ready to clear in the moment. Yeah, that's so, what's so beautiful because I've experienced some of it, all of it with yeah. you, you know, some like laughter and tears. And then another time it's like, oh, I just feel an energy shift. I don't even know what happened, but now I feel amazing. So, yeah. And so it's fun. It's just fun to kind of come in and do a session. I do offer like girlfriend retreats with maybe it's just you and a girlfriend for the, or a that date. was fun. Those are I, I fun. came with a girlfriend and that was really fun. We had a whole day of it and you have like a sauna. You have like all kinds so of it's basically set up for like everything yes yeah, so you get to experience all different types of readings um there's a lot of like separate time there's i do have an infrared sauna there's um yeah it's very um even a little bit of alone time um yeah those are actually really really fun so if you have any yeah, yeah. questions on yeah people I, like i had a powerful shift at the one i came to i, I remember I, yeah i actually booked a trip to costa rica while i was there at your girls trip right our girls weekend thing because and, and i wasn't gonna do it came but it up in so that session powerful. that i wasn't expecting i don't think you were expecting no either. not at all when you completely came in, took so me by surprise those are fun because you get to do so much in a day we basically we do a lot of energy clearing we do like the birthday read we do so much that by the time you leave you you have a lot every like a huge transformation oh, just yeah. in that day so those are exciting to and see you, and we leave with like lots of tools too in our toolbox mm -hmm. right so as we're going through navigating life like we have things to lean back on and and within ourselves after yes. that too. and that's it's one powerful. thing I do love teaching people like and that came from the get-go when I first started doing energy work and stuff with people it's like okay I don't want to just do this work for them how can I teach them so that when they leave they can still do work themselves they don't have to be so dependent and reliant on me that they are able to have you know so I love giving people tools or teaching them tools of like okay how can I what are daily things I can do for myself to keep me in a good space so yeah I do love to teach another thing I do is I do teach some classes I love to train people or even teach people pendulum work how to muscle test how to tune in how to connect to themselves how to validate things um or even just you know when they're ready to really learn a lot of the stuff how to train them in a lot of things that I do um yeah a lot of people after they experience what you have to offer they're like how can i learn more about that like train me more on that for myself and maybe they help their family members or something mm -hmm. else down the line but that's really yeah it's just even the pendulum class a lot of people it's been fun to see how people have taken off with just learning to trust their intuition more and trust and helping themselves learn how to stay in alignment and recognize when things are and check in with themselves you know in. like oh wait is this you know i need to take a minute tune into myself and see what's you know in alignment for me right now yeah so those are really fun and then also um a couple's retreat is actually really fun i did i did do a couple couples retreats um last year actually and that's just really cool too again you get to come with you and your partner and just kind of a whole day of just stuff is set up whether we're working one I'm working one-on-one -on -one at times we're working together at times you have your alone time it's just it's a super cool transformation and sitting with Hoppe together as a couple is really cool in those oh yeah like we talked about on the last episode like it can really connect you into really the heart connects. of your partner like yeah it's just it's really magical to see the transformation that happens with a couple but I do love that I individually work 
because everyone has to do their own work. Yep. Like if we want work. to grow with a couple <laughs> or a partner, like we have to take care of our own crap. Like we, it's not up to someone else to make us happy. It's not up to someone else to heal yeah. our stuff. How often do we like expect our partner to fill all our holes, right? Like our happiness cup and our sadness cup and our fun joy cup and and but we need to do that for ourselves we need to do that for ourselves first and not lean on them especially you know they've had a long day of taking care of kids or working or whatever else and then we feel like we need something but they're depleted at the end of the day too so if we can find that within ourselves and then come together when the time is right and help overflow each other's cups that's so important yeah i i do the the relationships i think get me really excited just because i think um there's so much that we we don't know at times how to heal our relationship or how to make it better and um, and I think a lot of times too, we, we always thought it was the other person that was supposed to make us happy. Right. <laughs> right. right. I know I thought that. that. <laughs> or when we're not happy, we think it's someone else's fault or we're wanting to blame the other person. And when it comes back and you really just start doing your own work, like, every, like it's just, yeah. I feel it's like a game changer. Yeah. Right? Instead of trying to change your partner, like a lot of times too, I think we think, oh, I got to just change this person or what if they would change, then I would be happy. Right. And what if it comes back to you looking within yourself and looking at, like, how can I show up as the best person? What do I need to heal within myself? And as you start doing your own work and looking inward in yourself, you truly can actually grow as a, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's the only place you actually can make change, right, is within yourself. Like trying to make somebody else change. One is never going to happen. It's going to just cause more rifts and fights between you. And then you're just going to be let down and upset anyway. So the only change can really come from within. But once you you do that for yourself and hold that space for yourself, then you can actually connect deeper and hold that space for your partner as well. And also another thing in the relationship ones, I think, too, is just as often we hold on to so much with with a partner, whether you get in a fight with them, whether you've been through hurt or pain or betrayal or lying or anything like that. There's so much the majority of relationships have had to go through. And a lot of times we don't really know how to heal through that. There's still still pain that our bodies are holding on to. And so when we try to connect back with our partner after going through all that, a lot of that stuff got suppressed. A lot of it didn't really get healed or processed. And so it's like we don't know. We don't always have the tools of how to heal our past with a partner. Especially if we're still holding on to it. And even if we think we let it go, or we think we, we forgave forget, them. If we forget but our a body's person, still but our body it. still hurts. Like, and energy doesn't lie. Like that pain and that hurt inside. And you want to connect with your partner. But it's like you're almost blocked to a certain extent from connecting because of everything you're still holding on to. To me, that was one I didn't obviously know that very well like when I was married of how much like sometimes we just don't talk we don't communicate we don't talk about things um even our hurt and pain we just suppress it right it's not safe to speak about it or communicate it or we're just scared to talk and that's I mean even my own or or we think that we're protecting them by not talking we just act like it's okay because we still love this person or whatever but that's not how we heal and that's not how our body processes and that's not how we connect and become closer. It's through the vulnerable and it's through feeling the feels and talking and having the communication and feeling safe. But if our body can process the pain and release it, um, then we can heal. But most of the time we don't, we're not, we don't give ourselves. We don't have the tools. We don't know. We haven't We didn't know any better. And that's the thing is I think in relationships, most of us, we just do the best we know. And that's truly like we just show up the best we know, whatever we've been taught, how we've been raised. 
And so I think some of these tools are so cool. I've seen relationships and bonds and connections happen like after they're able to release that anger, that anger they've been holding on to forever, that fight that they can never let go of, right? How many often do people bring up the past? The past is the past. But when we're wanting to bring up the past, recognizing like, what have I not let go about the past? Why am I still bringing this up? Or why are they still bringing this up, right? There's something obviously they haven't let go of or I haven't let go of. Yeah, and it's like consciously, right? mentally, they're they're like, I forgive you, I love you, like I under, I forgive the situation. But if you are still holding it in your body, in your energy field, it, you know, you haven't actually felt it, you haven't been vulnerable with it, you haven't been able to fully release it, like that's like your subconscious level, right? Like in your conscious level is only like they say 10% of what's really going on. So like 90% is still like suppressed and repressed down in there. So to hold space to allow that to actually release so you can actually let it go fully so you can connect again because and, you'll have yeah. a disconnect there if, if it's and still And you just there. wonder why there is still that disconnect or why can't we connect? And it's like once you release, all of a sudden there's space now mm -hmm. to allow that more that loving energy, that connection that you've you've so badly wanted but didn't, just know, didn't know how, how to, to get, get to it. it. Yeah. You didn't know how to release. And a lot of times we're just like, oh, that's in the past. I forgave. It's okay. I don't care about it anymore. But your body didn't forget. Yeah, your body your subconscious didn't remembers all of it mm -hmm. if we don't heal it. Mm -hmm. Like we got to feel it, we got to heal it and it's it's yeah, and we got to be vulnerable. So those are yeah, I think I'm really passionate about the relationships and seeing people connect at a level that I, I truly get excited to see right. people when they can connect and relationships level. come in all ways, right? Too like friendships or or siblings or children and as you're talking about that like like I know a lot of times with my own children, I'm still teaching them this, like unlearning the old ways and relearning the new ways, right? But so say my youngest has an emotion around a friend or a sibling or something. And logically she knows like whatever they did wasn't that big of a deal, but it hurt her, you know, like say they had a plan to get together and it didn't happen and she was sad and let down. And logically it's like, oh, it's okay. I know they had something come up, but her hopes were let down, you know? So she, she pushes that feeling aside mm -hmm. instead of actually feeling it. It's like, okay, but how are you feeling about it? You know, let's talk about that feeling. Or if it's something that's consistently happened with a certain relationship in her life, like, oh, like every time we make a plan, like it doesn't happen, then it, it, it creates a barrier and a distrust and, um, like more and more layers between you and that relationship. So, so if you're always suppressing it and understanding of the other person, cause maybe they do like they have a work thing or a family thing, or they were sick, like all these stories are valid. Right. But it doesn't change the feeling inside. So if you can actually feel that feeling and say, Hey, I understand that, you know, you, you are not feeling well today, but the last three times we were supposed to get together, we haven't got together either. So I'm feeling really sad about this, you know, and, and just, just acknowledging, acknowledging it, acknowledge it, it and it's we'll okay. let it go. Yeah. And so it's just like, yeah, that kind of does hurt me. Or even teaching your kids another thing too. If you feel emotions, if you're feeling sadness, anger, like it's okay to speak about it. It's okay to talk about it. Like I, there's so much, yeah, like with our children at a young age, just creating them, letting them know that there's a safe space to to feel their emotions. They're so embarrassed. We're, right. Kids are very embarrassed. They don't want to be seen crying. Like they will do anything not to cry in public. A lot of us adults, me yes. too. Right? Adults too. We're all in but, that boat. <laughs> but kids, I do, I see that. And it's like there's a sensitive side, but they got to show the strong side too sometimes. But it's good to allow them to just, even if they need to do it by themselves, allow them the to, tool, to and, cry. And learn the tools to do it by themselves mm -hmm. and or hold the space for them. And 
you know, with, with kids or partners or anybody to hold that space and be like, Hey, look, like, so, so say it's like a romantic relationship and you're upset with your partner. They can feel that, right? They come yeah. home. They're like, how are you? Fine. You know, they're like, Oh, you're not fine. What's up? Nothing. You know, it's energy like, just doesn't lie. Even if you'd say it in a, like, like, the energy you can feel the energy in the room. You can walk into a room and feel when someone's freaking mad, right? Right. right. Like, like, like say you've been cooking dinner and expecting your husband home at a certain time and he's late, and you know it was a valid reason, but you're still you know upset or let down because you were trying to have a nice meal, and it's all oh it's fine, but it's like you know I'm I understand that you're late, but I was bummed because you know I wanted this nice meal for you, and so I'm feeling that, and they were like you know, he can hold space for that for you. You can release that feeling and then you can actually truly move on instead of just, oh, I'm fine. Yeah, you know? just so we can get back and just keep everything like in a better place and just suppressing and avoiding it like we have maybe from yeah. the past. But I think it's just, it's cool to see that all relationships, all connections with parents, siblings, um, partners, spouses, friends, everything. friends, like it's like we can truly heal those relationships if we desire by just like recognizing the emotions what is stuck with this what are we holding on to the with this person and I think it's so beautiful to see that healing like I love to see when people finally kind of come full circle and like certain things can finally heal with a person from the past yeah it's it's beautiful to watch it's beautiful to help hold space for that and to help Mm -hmm. guide people through and to give them tools to do that and to support them when they need support, but also to like let them know, hey, you got this. Like now, now you see how it can be, and and where the blocks are, and and now go into your everyday life and utilize these tools that you now have. You know, yeah, yeah. It's just cool to see how much we really are capable of doing, and especially when we just come back to really knowing. I get every day, I get to work on myself. Like, how can I show up for me? What do I need to look at within myself today to work on so I can show up as the best person? Which then mirrors back to me the best situations too. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it all starts with us. Like right, we said we all before. Start, like like today gotta... I get to choose. Like what do I want my relationships, my my children, how do I want them to feel today? We get there's so much that we do have control of. Like I get to choose the energy I bring to people. I get to choose And uh, even you know. in the moment, right? Like cause there's times where I'll be triggered by something uh and in the moment and I like have an, an initial response and then I'm like wait a minute that's not how I want to respond can I redo that I'll literally say this to my kids I'm like I'm sorry I didn't mean to react that way can I redo that can I have a redo on that mm-hmm. and you know they allow me to and it's like like that doesn't happen as much anymore because now I'm in more in control in every moment where before it was like a triggered response of something I was holding on to that I hadn't revealed and let go of and and worked through and so say like a, a glass broke on the floor and my initial reaction is like you know, you yell or, or whatever. And and then it's like, wait a minute, it's just a glass, you yeah. know, Does it's it really okay. Matter? Yeah. Like I'm, I don't care about the glass. I care about you. Are you okay? Did you get cut? Don't move. Like, let's get a broom or whatever, but I'm sorry that I reacted that way. It was probably scary. Like I'm, you know, let's just clean this up. Cause it's not a big deal. And my daughter actually, showed, <laughs> interestingly enough, like she has gone through a lot in her life, but, um, she actually got to present that very scenario to both of us over and over. Like when, um, uh, I, I want to say it was only like a two week period or a one week period. And I had told her like, don't take food in your room. You know, if you take water, take a water bottle with a lid on it. Well, she took a glass in her room and then I saw it in the morning and I'm like, okay, take that glass to the kitchen. You know, I wasn't upset or anything, but I'm like, you know, I asked you not to bring glasses in here, but we would take it to the kitchen. So as she was doing that, she dropped it on the carpet and it shattered. 
And she immediately just starts crying and like worried about that. And, and I thought she was hurt. Right. And so I go back in there. I'm like, are you okay? And she's just like, she can't contain herself because she's so upset for lots of reasons. I mean, lots of reasons, but the, the glass dropping when I had asked her not to take it in there and I asked her to take it out and then it shattered, like it just shattered her. Just brought up a lot of Yeah, brought up a lot of emotion. And I'm like, honey, it's okay. Like, let's clean this up. What's what's really going on? Let's talk about that. Cause she had been holding on to a lot. So we did that. And then it happened again, like the very same scenario, like two days later, had a glass in a room, dropped it on the carpet. Like how often does a glass drop on car or break on carpet? Like never, but like it showed up so we could have this conversation. So, so she could reveal what she was holding on to and feel it so we can heal it. And then the third time it happened, we just laughed about it. We're like, okay, right. are we over this? Or like- just learning how to change, <laughs> like change how we, yeah, how we react. And I think a big thing too is um, the awareness of how do we react when something like, bad happens or something that we don't love that happens, I guess. It's like, how do we react? That kind of like our reaction is kind of a showing of like how well are our emotions regulated to like, are we, are we in check? So when we see that we get triggered or we start yelling, hold on, like, hold on. Like, why am I yelling? Why am I getting right. so mad? Cause I do think it's so cool when like, even like with our children, when they come to us in the past, they think that we're just going to be so upset, but when we can show up and it's like, no, it's okay. Like you're the most important thing. Like, you know, accidents are going to happen. And it's, but like your feelings and, you know, I think it matters so much, right? Like when we don't yell, because sometimes when we yell, it's just a reaction. Mm-hmm. We're just reacting on what, with our overwhelm and stress in life, right? Most of the time when we are getting really mad, it's just, we kind of tend to blow up with all the trapped emotions and all the things going on inside of us, right? And yeah, there's, there's a beautiful analogy of like, if I'm holding a cup of hot coffee, Right. I'm holding a cup of hot coffee and you bump me and I get burned. Why why did I get burned? Cuz you're holding the cup of or cuz you're holding a cup of coffee or you're because my cup of coffee is full. full of hot coffee. So it's not the fact that you bumped me that I got burned. I got burned because I'm holding on to hot coffee, right? So you could bump me all day long and it's not a big deal, but I get burned with a hot coffee and then I yell at you like you bumped me. You burned me. It's like, no, you didn't burn me. I burned me because I'm holding on to this. So if I can let this go or not have it so full or not have it so hot or have marshmallows in it, you know, whatever, whatever I'm holding on to is what I'm going to spill out if I'm triggered. Right. Mm -hmm. So a, a bump is like a trigger. And so, yeah, like just relearning that because with the daily stresses and work and everything that's been compiled on us. Yeah. Like my past self used to be full of hot coffee and now it's like, Oh, it's full of marshmallows for the most part. I mean, once in a while I have like a little hot cocoa in the bottom, but, but it's so nice to see the shift. Same here. There's times that used to like be easy to like snap or to yell or just with the, you know, and like, Oh, I just like, sometimes it's so nice to be like, a lot of stuff doesn't really make me that mad anymore, right, you know, and just right. so I don't yell very often anymore, <laughs> which is nice, you know, but it just kind of shows you like as you start releasing all that and healing those emotions that you, you no longer like react like that anymore. And it feels, it's so freeing, it right? It is freeing. It's so freeing. To feel like you're not controlled because emotions control you. Like, they, they absolutely contr- do. They're controlling you. Yeah. And if we suppress them, they control you even more. And what you see, what you do when you have so much, like how people act out in anger because of how they're letting all that suppressed emotions control them, all that trapped stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Exactly. Like one one analogy that I think is easy for most people to like relate to, like if you're driving down the street and somebody cuts you off, what's your reaction? Are you angry? Are you um, flipping them off? Are you like, oh, they must be in a hurry to get somewhere. I hope they get there safely. You know, like what's your reaction? And I've I've like really played with that one over the years. Right. And it's like if I react out of anger or anything else, it's like, oh, wait a minute, Cindy, why, why are you angry? Like, what if they're in a hurry to get to the hospital? Like, I have no idea what their plan is. Like, I can have a story in my head. They're just cutting me off because they're an asshole, you know, right. but, but that's probably not true. Um, and whatever I'm reacting is how I'm feeling inside. So over the years, as I played with that one, and I would gauge my reaction, be like, oh, like, why am I angry right now? It's not their fault. I'm the one holding the hot coffee, you know? And so, and I don't even react anymore if people cut me off. And if I do, then it's like, whoa, where did that come from? And I check in with myself. I'm like, why did I have that reaction? Oh, there's this thing over here that needs addressing that I'm not addressing, you know? Right. So, um, yeah, I think that's a really, a really good gauge. And then, and I like tune into that too when I'm riding with people. I don't ever tell them that. But when I'm riding with people and they're cursing people out on the road, I'm like, oh, they're full of hot coffee right now. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Yeah. So anyway, your website so people can find you. Yes. It's releaseandheal.org. Releaseandheal.org. Yeah. Holly Van Gilder. She can help you out. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on this path of self-discovery and soul connection. Remember, the journey doesn't end here. For more inspiration and resources, join our Facebook group, Igniting Soul Connection. Also, visit us at findingthefire.com or follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Finding the Fire. Until next time, keep the fire alive. This has been a production from A Podcast Studio.